Experience worship. True worship. Experience the word. Bringing you wholeness. Experience the warmth of fellowship. Experience wholeness at Lighthouse. Join us every Sunday and Wednesday at the Lighthouse. House 7, Plot 2 Stroke 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. Visit our website at www.lighthousenergy.org or contact us at info at lighthousenergy.org. The Lighthouse, lighting your pathway to destiny.
continue. Okay, but that future is very that future is very important. Okay, so the title of my message this morning is Watch Your Words. Watch your words. Okay, thank you. Can we say that? He says, if you are going to believe everything you read, then start to break your Bible. Do you understand it? You know, a book of the Christian atheist. And I was thinking, how can you be a Christian and be an atheist? But obviously, it's possible. A lot of us believe a lot of things. And we claim that we believe the Bible. But in, in truth, indeed, and in truth, we don't believe the Bible. Likewise, you see, if we believe the Bible, we will do everything that is in it. We will not select some Favors you. You think the one that is taking something from you say, ah, ah, that one is too bad. Let us take that one. He said, if you are going to believe everything you read, how many of you are on Instagram blog right now? Instagram blog right now. I want to social media. We are reaching out. Ah, see, something is strange. What is strange? What? Is it the word of God that is strange? It's not the word of God. Why do you, why do we, we're so without form and 
was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. He says, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. I think some translation says brooding over the face of the waters. And she made us to understand that we don't know how long the God brooded, the Spirit of God brooded over that darkness. Could have been one second, it could have been one minute, it could have been ten years. In a million years. We don't know. But just said the Spirit of God was hovering. Like I said, I prefer the one that said brooding. But after that brooding, what did God do? Then God said, God said, let there be light, and there was light. God said, and we understand that everything in the world was created by the words of God. Hallelujah. Everything in the world. The only thing that God didn't create with the world was human being that he formed from the dust of the earth. Every other thing, everything was created by the word. Words are creative forces. Words are creative. Beyond your communication, words are creative. And I'm going to, you know, later on list some of the attributes or some of the qualities of words. Words are creative. God created the heavens and the earth with his word. God spoke the word into existence. Hebrews 11 talks about that. God spoke the word into existence. Spoke the word into existence. Words are creative. Words are the parent force of the earth, even in Hebrew. The parent force are words. Words, words, words. What are you saying with your mouth? What are you creating with your mouth? Hallelujah. What are you creating? What are you speaking into existence? Or maybe you are killing something with your mouth. It's possible. The Bible says that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Those who love it when it is true. So it's possible you create and it's also possible you kill. Hallelujah. It's possible we create. Words are for dominion. There's no dominion without speaking. There's no dominion without speaking. And remember that this year, uh, this year is our year of what? Dominion. There's no dominion without speaking. He said you have dominion right? We keep news. How? This is what we know without speaking. Hallelujah. Words are the parent force of the earth. So before you say that word, hold yourself and think of what you want to say. Amen? It was the heaven's day. It was the heaven's day. remember that he said that he made you in his image and in his likeness. 
made us in his image. And we are the only creatures of God that can speak. Do animals speak? When the donkey spoke in a scripture, what happened? It was it was a strange phenomenon. How donkey speak? No. We are the only creatures that God created that can speak. You know that Genesis 1, when he was talking about let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness. I think most, I, I'm still looking for that translation. That one that talks about he created another speaking spirit. Another speaking spirit, like himself. He doesn't want you to be mute. So he gave us, he says, he made us in his image. So as he was speaking things into existence, he expects us to speak things into existence. We are supposed to be co-creators with God. But we use our words carelessly. We don't take cognizance of what we see. We say anything that comes to our mind. Hallelujah. to be 
consciously or by random, don't abuse it. We need to begin to use our words more positively. To use our words more positively. As I was using this morning, the scripture came to mind. He was talking about, talking about um, when Adam, let me look at it now, I think it's in Genesis 2.
that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Words are spiritual. Matthew 24, 35, in the same thing is in Mark 13, Matthew 24, 35. This is what confirms you, so we're going to read the word. Amen? Matthew 24, verse 35. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my, 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 but my words will by no means pass away. And somebody is saying, eh, but that is the word of God now. Eh, but that is giving you an insight into what your own words are like. There are no casual words. There are no many hard words. You speak it, you just move on. No. Every word you speak, and we're going to see that every word you speak is recorded. Mm -hmm. Every word you speak, hallelujah, is recorded. Every word you speak is recorded. Words are active, they don't die. They don't die. Think that they are just things that move on. No. You know those you remember what that says that uh, what? Words are eggs. How many of us you remember that program? How many of us are you remember people?
that you want the word that you are speaking to do, he says they will succeed in doing what I send them to do. Praise the Lord. So, it is important. What I like the rain, once it rains, you will see the effect. You will see it. You will see it. It's a cause and effect kind of thing. You know, you say, what is that? What, you know, this time that is raining, what we are going to say, the rain has fallen down. Because you will see, you will see, you will see, you will see the evidence of the rain. So that is what words are like. That's what our words are supposed to be. They are supposed to be going somewhere and doing something. Hallelujah. What are your words doing? Where are your words going? Are they targeted at something in particular? Praise the Lord. I saw this again and I was amazed. Psalm 8. Psalm 8, verse 2. I was reasoning about this, and the Holy Spirit just told me, your strength is in your mouth. Your strength is in your mouth. The Lord also told me that your strength is in your mouth. I, I, I read a story about the World War II when in America, that when, you know, wars were going on and all of that, that they had a particular saying, and that saying was that loose lips sink ships. Loose lips sink ships. And she will pass again and say something like, I don't know if that's right. That's right. Or perhaps she will say something. Says, loose lips sink ships. Why? Somebody, they have done their strategy. They have planned this is the way they are going to go. Then somebody with a loose lip will just go and speak. And you have enemies, you know, when they are in war, people are, you know, like they say, what's the call those things that? Spies. So they are walking around to see what are they planning. They don't know what they are planning. But somebody will just open their mouth and say something. Loose lips, sink ships. Hallelujah. So, scripture says here that God has ordained strength. And like I said, our strength is in our mouth. In our mouth. Our strength is in our mouth. And Holy Spirit said to me, you deplete your strength by your words. You deplete it. And that is so that, that, that is so obvious. For instance, you are not feeling maybe you are just not feeling so good and all of that. You are still managing yourself, but the, the instant you open your mouth and say, ah, I'm not feeling good, it's like everything will just rush, rush at you. And then you just begin to feel, even the things you're not feeling before, you begin to feel. I went to see um, you know, two like two weeks ago, um, I had one or two, I had I had done uh, like a medical kind of checkup, maybe like last year or something. And I started feeling some pain in my heart. So I went back and the, my, phys- my physician, whatever, I can't know what they call told me that ah, this thing is here and all of that. So I came back and I said, ah, but I'm feeling pain somewhere else here. And she said, ah, somewhere else in my leg now. She said, not your ankle. I said, no, not my ankle. Did you know that that day? I felt pain in my ankle. 
was killing women. I wasn't feeling pain when I was killing women. But she sold. She said, ah, that place, no, your uncle, she sold it. And I accepted it. I felt pain in my heart. I said, ah, oh, no, uh, 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 Strength by the word that we saw. We debate our strength. Just just be talking, 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 talking. Hmm? Just be talking. Very important. Very, very important. Very important. Proverbs 13, verse 3. Words because the words don't have purpose, the words don't have anywhere they are going. The words are just spoken, empty. Empty. Mark 4 14, talking about the parable of the sower. He says, The sower sows the word. The words are seeds. Words are seeds. So before you speak, think of the harvest you have in mind. 
So what to be powerful and effective, then you have to watch what you say. And I wonder what's so powerful. I don't know about you. I want to say it and see it. Because for me, that is a mark of being a child of God. I want to say it and I want to see it as I am saying it. I don't want to keep saying it and saying it and nothing is happening. Nothing is going to happen because you have eroded, eroded the power in God. You have just kept saying anything you like and anything you see. Praise the Lord. So if you want our words to be powerful and effective, you have to stop saying the things that you don't believe. Because when you do that, you confuse your spirit. Stop saying things you don't believe. Say, as somebody says something, were you there? Did you see it? Did it happen in your presence? No. Stop saying things you don't believe. And this one may not be a taller than but stop lying. Exaggerations because exaggeration is like, do you know? Say, ah, if you see what happened today, you will not be able. If you see, no, no have truths, no exaggerations. And like I said earlier, when you don't want something to come to pass, don't say it. Mark 11 23, and then the video will push the other. Joke with your words. You don't joke with your words. Has anybody said it? 
six. Okay, so let's go to five six. Five six. your mouth caused your flesh to sing. Can you imagine? You were saying before the messenger of God that it was an error. I didn't mean it to. I, I was just joking. No? There's something like that too. There's something like that just joking. It says, why should God be angry at your excuse and destroy the works of your hands? Why should God be angry? So, we have to be careful with our because it is what we say that is acted upon in the spiritual. Once you say it, action is taken. So we must be careful not to say words that are not in line with God's word. If we are going to be a firm person, if we are going to walk in faith, our words are practical. Our words are practical. Because faith is released by words. Romans 13. Faith is released by words. Romans 13. It says, For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. We have preached separately about this also. So, when we were born again, when we wanted to, when we received the Lord Jesus into our hearts, we said something. There was something we said. I believe Jesus is, is Lord, and then you give me a transaction is not complete. Until you say it, the transaction is not complete. So, our speaking, our speaking is important. Faith is released by words. When you say, somewhere in Corinthians, talks about, we believe in, we speak. We believe, we speak. If you say you believe, it is for speaking that will let me know that you believe. If you don't say it, then I, I don't know whether you believe or not. But when you say what you say, then I will know where to put you. Hallelujah. I will know where to put you. Praise the Lord. Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17. Thank you. 
but we want to look like amplified person. So say that God, oh Lord, before my mouth, keep watch at the door of my lips. Hallelujah. I want to rise up this morning and just speak with confidence, Lord. From now on, I will not speak carelessly. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Let's just lift up our hands and worship our Father. He's been faithful to us. As a people, he's been faithful. To Lighthouse, Lord, you've been faithful. 16 years, Lord. 16 years. See how far you've brought us. See how far you've brought us. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you because you've been good to us. Thank you because you've been kind to us. Thank you, Lord, because you've been faithful to us. Oh, Lord, see how far you've brought us. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Can I have grateful people give God praise? Mention the things. He loves to hear them. Give him praise. Lord, we are grateful. Thank you for being a good God to us. Anything. 
anything, any good thing they have to say about us, Lord, it is you. There is nothing that we have that you did not give us. There is nothing that we are that you did not make us. And as we give you glory, God, not to us, not to us, but to you be all the glory. Lighthouse gives you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We when we think about how good you've been to us I am the evidence Lord that your words do not fail we are the evidence that you keep your word we are the evidence that your promises stand sure. We are the evidence. See how far you brought us. See how far you brought us. See how far you brought us. See how far you brought us, See how far you brought us Lord. Oh, we are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, Jesus. Oh, Father, we are grateful. Shanda balada bakari enemokosita. Zene bokosi preni manana mate yoro bokosi preni namasha. Zene nene mokosi preni manana mate yoro bokosi enemata. Oh Lord, we are a grateful church. We're a grateful church this morning. And we've come to worship you, our maker come to worship you, our maker.
present here. Sickness can thrive here. Be healed in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Confusion of the mind. Be healed in the name of the Lord Jesus. There is clarity for you. You know what to do. You have the mind of Christ. Your decisions are sound in the name of the Lord Jesus. I rebuke the spirit of fear. That same business that has refused to produce in this last quarter, your hand touches new opportunities. The spirit of discouragement is gone away from you. Thank you, Heavenly Father. There is a prostate cancer situation. You are just in the diagnosis stages. I rebuke that. I command it to go away from you. You can continue with the processes by the test, but they will not find traces of that anymore in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord, say thank you. I see new children being born September around our celebration next year. I see it clearly. A set of twins for a family. God is restoring for families in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. I see increase. I see expansion. I see promotion. I see fruitfulness. I see the mountain of your businesses dripping with new wine. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Amen. Please be seated. We take on the last session for today. Job chapter 6. Let's start from there. Job chapter 6. We read verse 24 and 25. Talking about words. 
And let me say something. Thank God for that foundation of that message. Usually, even as pastors, we don't rehearse things. You are just giving your own uh, space to go pray and get the word of the Lord uh, that you have to. Watch your words. Job chapter 6, verses 24 and 25. Job 6. He said, teach me and I will hold my tongue. He said, cause me to understand wherein I have heard. He said, how forceful are right words. How forceful. How forceful. How forceful. Argument, no, they pay. How forceful. So, speaking the right words has become very important for us. Speaking the right words. And how do we speak the right word? By looking into the perfect law of liberty. That's the only words that are not corrupt. The only words. I was saying to my wife on our way to church this morning because, see, I do a whole lot of conversations around social issues. Zazu means a vain person. Mobad is not Mobad, it's Mobad. In other words, they named me Imole, but I decided to be a badi. Forceful words. And when you are named, when you use words, the impact on yourself is much more than you and I can imagine. Forceful words. Words are powerful. Jesus said in John 6, 63, he says, I want us to read it. I want us to read it. I don't want to quote it. Because sometimes in quoting this word, um, you, you can, we can easily gloss over it. He said, it is the Spirit who gives life. So, business is not working. Learn to speak. A child is out of order. Learn to speak. I remember reading a story of a man who wasn't responsible. He doesn't take care of his wife. He doesn't take care of his children. But he usually drinks. So you know what the wife, in the, I mean, they've argued about it. What the wife did was to always lay hands on his pillow because he knows that when he goes, and he will speak word. You will be a good father. You will be a good husband. It was just one day, about period of time. He said, that's church, I'm following you. And then the woman was saying, ah, church. No, he was suspecting. You know, there is, you know, there is a way a problem can linger. And you are doubting, just like the disciples. They pray for Peter's release. And Peter was knocking on the door. And they were afraid that they have seen a ghost. In fact, they were actually in the midst of a prayer meeting. So the Holy Spirit spoke to the woman. He said, which is far better? He said, you prayed. You believed me. Now I'm doing a wonderful work. And it was just a matter of time. The man went through discipleship class. The man became a minister. 
And you know, 2 Corinthians 1, 3 says, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who comfort us in our own affliction, so that with the same comfort we have received, we may be able to comfort others. It is the Spirit that gives life. It is the Spirit. He said, the flesh profits nothing. The Word of God must be our trendsetters. The Word of God must be something that we hold dearly to our hearts. We read it earlier on. Heavens and hearts will pass away, but none of these words will go unfulfilled. There is something that the Holy Spirit does when we give Him the right word. It breaks over the situation. Power is released. It's made available. Angels are at work. And then we can see the ripple effect or result from the word that we speak. This is word conference. He said, it is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Jesus said, the kind of my own word that I speak. He said, you are spirit, they are life. In other words, if this speaker is not here, and we want it to serve a purpose here. Both animate and inanimate objects, they respond to the word. I've been in situations that my car will show light and all that, and I begin to speak, or I began to speak. I said, I'm not going to stop here. I'm going home. And usually, Pastor Shea, you can testify, the car may not start the next morning, but I will get home. As we get home, it may not start the following morning. Both animate and inanimate. The word that Jesus speaks is the word of God. They are spirit. They have the capacity to create. So, don't speak evil of your family. Don't speak evil of your spouse. Don't speak evil of your children. Don't speak evil of your country. Don't speak evil of your line of business. Hey, everything is tight. That is evil speaking. Things will begin to be tight. I don't know what to do. That is the beginning of confusion. But rather the reverse to be the case. I have, not right now, things may not be working but because I have the mind of Christ and I know all things, Holy Spirit, help me to get this thing resolved. It's a different perspective. You had it over the weekend. It's all about perspective. Things are not working. But what is your perspective? My perspective is so shall my word. That's the side of God. That has gone over this matter, it shall not return unto me void of power. It shall accomplish the things which I have said. It. So I titled this, God's Word is the Cure. God's Word. Proverbs chapter 4, verses 20 to 23 is my text. Proverbs 4, verses 20 to 23 as we wrap up the World Conference for 2023, is the beginning of World Conference every day. But he says to you and I, he said, my son, give 
attention to my words. Give attention. That's one. Incline your ears to my sayings. That's two. Do not let them depart from your eyes. That's three. Keep them in the midst of your heart. It didn't say your mind. Heart. Whatever enter your heart has already entered your life. And you are set for manifestation. It is, keep them in your heart, not your mind. It's not logic. It's not philosophy. He said, for their life, because that's the end point. Life unto those who find them and health to all their flesh. The same heart, he said, keep it with all diligence. For out of it are the issues that control our lives. So God's word has the inherent power to any situation and circumstance of life. God's word, it's a never-failing remedy for every situation or circumstance of life. God's word, whatever the category of our needs are, is the remedy for sin, for sickness, for poverty, for sadness, for disappointment, for depression, for hardship. God's word, God's word. When you know the word, one part, and you make all diligence to act on it, second part, it becomes a never-failing remedy for any situation in your life and in my life. Can I have an amen this morning? So let's look at the forcefulness of this word. Jeremiah 23, 29. We do a couple of readings. Jeremiah 23, 29. He said, is not my word like a fire? I know people use this to pray when they want to do fire prayer. It's not my word. But you see, he's talking about the integrity of his word. He's talking about the forcefulness when you choose to do the word. When you choose to apply the word. He said, it's like a hammer that breaks That breaks the rocks in pieces. The rock can represent hardship. It can represent hardness. It can represent impervious situations. It can represent hardness on every side. But when we apply the word, it is like a fire. It is like a hammer. It breaks into pieces. Jeremiah 15, 16. Jeremiah 15, 16. Say, your words were found. So we have to find it. If you ask me, everyone, including myself, laziness can be a threat. We believe every other thing. We can do six hours, seven hours on Netflix. And find it very difficult to do 15 minutes. No. The thing, I mean, it's just priority. It's discipline. And all of us must embrace it. Brother, sister, even if I'm not a preacher, I will still give because Jeremiah 42, 5 says something. 5 and 6. This is my life. 
believer, I'm not a preacher, and I've chosen to be a believer, ah, I must give all diligence. Jeremiah 45. It says, so they said to Jeremiah, let the Lord be a true and faithful witness between us. If we will not do according to everything which the Lord your God sent us by you. Verse 6. It said, whether it is pleasing or displeasing, we will obey the voice of the Lord our God to whom we send you. The Bible talks about laboring to enter into God's rest. The Bible is talking about those who labor in the world. The world profits. Get back to Jeremiah 15, 16, please. It says, the world were found. They were found. And I hate them. And your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. It didn't say of my mind. David said it in his own place. He said, I rejoice at your word as one who has just won. Nigerbet. I don't play. Don't know. But I'm just, I just want to take your mind of something how people rejoice over things. I rejoice it. I rejoice at your word. Let's go back to Jeremiah 15, 16. So it's very important. It's very important. That's why we said... This is not a call, just the conference for me. It's a moment of greater awareness. It's a moment of impartation. Your words were found. I heard them. Your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. Jeremiah 29. 20 verse 9. Jeremiah 20 verse 9. Then I said... I will not make mention of him, nor speak any more in his name. But his word, his word, his word, his word, his word, his word, his word. I mean, there was a couple who said I should speak to her husband, or rather the wife said I should speak to her husband once. That he wakes up 5 a.m. in the morning. But when he wakes up, he goes for the remote. He wants to know the champion leagues and all that. And he will turn the television high. And by the time he finishes that, the kids are already awake. So he can't really do personal devotion. The Bible says, Mark 135, a great while before they, the word himself will go to a solitary place. And have fellowship with the Father. I don't know how to jump into the day. As a matter of fact, I know if I jump into the day eh, as a believer without anything, the day is chaotic for me. The word is like inoculation. You, are, you get it. That's your life. That's my life. We are called by his name. 29, 29, 29. Jeremiah 29. It says, I was weary of holding it back, but I could not. I could not. John 15, 20. John 15, 20. John 15, 20. Remember the word that I said to you. A servant is no greater than his master. 
If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. But if they kept my word, they will keep yours also. This is Jesus praying for us. So we cannot live. Man cannot live by bread alone. We live, Matthew 4, 4. Colossians 3, 16 talks about it. He said, let the word of Christ dwell richly in you and me. Teaching us and admonishing us in psalms, hymns, spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. Business is not working, you sing with grace. Sack letter on the table, you sing with grace. It's a very difficult one, but you have to learn it. So that when life hits, you know how to handle life. I have a friend who lost his job once. And the Holy Spirit, by instruction, asked him to spread the sack letter. And then rejoice over it. It looks stupid to the natural man. 20 minutes with tears on his face. Say so at one point, he dried out his tears and found himself rejoicing over it. That this is for promotion. You know, you get sack at certain age. And you say to yourself, where are you? do you start? start again? But he was rejoicing. And it was just a matter of weeks. He had a call. He runs a business today. And the first two years of that business, he was able to make times two all the money he has ever had as, a, as an employee. But what did the process? The world was there. He respond to the world. Dance. It is stupid to the natural mirror. So, what do you do? And that's what I want to emphasize today. Between when you, you have received the word this morning, there is, when the word enters your heart, there is the manifestation. So, some, one day, some, one month, some one year, some ten years. Let me say, I'm not saying ten years, but God doesn't work in our calendar years in that real sense. He just intervened to collapse time for us. But what do you do between when the word you have received it and then when it manifests? We call the in-between the waiting period. And you know what Job said to give you the concept? He said, I will wait till my own change comes. Waiting is not a good posture palatable to the flesh. So, what is it? God's word, where we read in our text, it's medicine. Or like some of our brethren we say, medicine. God's word is medicine. He said, in God's word, there is life. There is health. There is healing. So in your waiting pro, um, period, you take on, you keep, what do you do with the doctor's prescription? They mark it 222. Two, two. You take it, your prescription according to time. So you keep in the world. And doctor does his own review, isn't it? And then he gives you a clean bill of health. After you have stayed, I mean, <laughs> this is not funny, 
But someone did something once. He was supposed to use a drug one, one. So he forgot the one in the morning. So in the evening, he used the two together. Of course, you know the implication. Don't let me tell you what the implication is. He didn't allow the hours. So, but in between the hours, what do you do? Praise God. Praise God. Please, before I tell you what to do, remember or write it down. All of God's blessings are contained in his word. Every of his blessings. Every. Every. There is nothing that you can do to help him adjust something. Okay? This, uh, this is what. Mm, all of his blessings. That's why he says all scripture. All. All of God's blessings are contained in his word. God's word has creative power. He has. God's word is health. God's word is life. Health as our medicine, life to our flesh, health and healing. So we can find those things concerning our families, concerning our finances, concerning our health, concerning our businesses, concerning divine direction in his word. So what did he ask us to do? Attend to my word. Give my word undivided attention. Let it be your priority. Put it as the premium of your life. Such that when life hits, a lot of the times, what we as human beings do, even when it comes to natural health, a lot of people don't pay attention to their health until sickness heals. And that's why they remember to go to hospital. No. Hey. Let it be that you attend to the word of God such that when life hits, your first response will be, what does the word of God say about this situation? What does the word of God say? No distraction. Give it. Attend to it. Give it first consideration. Sometimes life happens to us and what people are looking, who can I call? Before you do, who can I call? What does the word say? The word, you can even be inspired to call people. But hey, number one thing, what is God's mind over this? It settles us in between, in that in-between period of waiting and manifestation. Praise God. It said, attend to my word, give it undivided attention. Incline your ears, take it through your ear gate. And that's why you need to listen. It's a faith comes, Romans 10, 17. Faith comes by hearing and hearing. You need to listen to faith-filled words. You need to, apart from reading the Bible, listen to tapes, listen to messages that are in alignment with your belief system in the word of God. Said, don't let them depart. In other words, keep your gaze on it. Incline your ears to it. Ignore fear. Fear is real. First evidence appearing real. Ignore doubt. They are real. But you can ignore it by the faith that you have put in God's word. Can I have an amen this morning? 
You see, inclining your ears means you are drinking in the word. It doesn't matter how long they've quoted Proverbs 4.20. Don't let your posture be, I've heard that before. I've heard that before. It's the beginning of Oriburuku in the kingdom. It's as simple as that. I've heard that before. Is see finished syndrome. I know people in church. I mean, I've been around church in the last 30 years of my life. I know people who know Greek and Hebrew, but their life doesn't reflect it. No. And you had it over the weekend. It is not the hearer of the word that will be blessed. It is the doer of even the work of the word. W-O-R-K. James 1.25 is the doer of that work. So, to keep yourself from distraction is work. To keep yourself from TV is work. To keep yourself from radio is work. I don't even know. The last count, I don't know. But I was doing some um, research on it. I think in Lagos area alone, there are over 100 radio stations. Southwest zone alone. That's why people who live in the states, eh? where they don't carry their slippers, they have over 300 TV channels. No, that's why some people don't walk there. That's why they are big, because they are watching television, mind, not minding their business. The Bible says, mind your own business. Walk with your hands. I mean, when you listen to, when you look at some of their programs, there was one, a young man, 20-something, and she, he impregnated several women at a stretch. And all of them appear for a television show. I'm a holy one way. Seven women at the same time. And everybody wants him to come and live with them. And I said, these people, they're crazy. Sorry for the use of that word on pulpit, but they're crazy. They need to come to Kano and we give them Lala. Please open your ears to God saying, a lot of the time when life hits, it is that attention that you have paid. That resource is what God is going to bring forth for resolve the issue. I don't know how many of you life have hit. You can't pray when life hits you. That's why Paul himself, we say, pray for us. You see, when life hits you, your guards are down. But there is something that happens when you have given attention to God's word. You draw. That's why Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow, shall flow. Rivers of living water shall flow. Shall flow. And I can tell you, offspring, how did we start this church? Because that's my frame of reference. Yours may be business. It's by the word of God. We talk about worship. Everybody is talking about worship today. We had a prayer meeting in your house. It's towards your own ministry. And somebody walked up to me and said, oh, you are starting a new work. Worship will be part of that new work. There was no for, there was no microphone. So God speaks his word. And this is what I want you to do. Get a word. And it's not too hard. It's by just saying to the Lord, Lord, this business we have run for five years. What will you have us do? What is the scope of this business? Some people will rather listen to have a review than what I'm saying to you. 
You had it at the prayer school this morning. There was a minister of economic who said to Elijah, that even if you're God, hmm, we open the windows of heaven. There is no way this thing can happen. Ah, he said, ah, I, know, I know the law of matrices in supply and demand and all those. You know all those theories. Sometimes it comes and people just believe. You know what Pastor Gechi said over the weekend? He just, he just scratched that thing. It doesn't, when your lung collapses, you can't fly. But the husband says, you will fly. It wasn't just they said they will fly. They have eaten some things. So when they flew four hours into that flight, that she started losing her breath. And the husband says, I'm losing my breath. He said, don't worry. What do you like to watch? I've seen, I know I've seen that film, Damasha. That 101 Damasha. He said there was no prayer. Hey, for the fact, don't go and practice it if you haven't eaten. That's what I'm saying. Hey. He says, he says, if you fail, Proverbs 24:10, in the day of adversity, it means your strength is small. Hey, I like to quote my translation. He said, it means you are made of a poor specimen. Another one says, it means there is nothing to you in the first place. I don't know. People call themselves Christian. You just show up on Sunday. It's not enough. Bro. It's not. Most of the time, in fact, what you do on your own is what makes you grow. So you are hearing my scripture this morning. I'm quoting it. If you be like Berean Christians, you go back home and even see whether I got it right in the first place. And then like you say, what does the specimen mean that this guy talked about this morning? And you, yeah, they said Google is your friend, Abby. Uh -huh. Let Bible also be your friend. And you Google specimen and you understand it. Where does the scripture refer to? That's how to study. Specimen in the Bible. Are there any other references? And you do it. You are harming yourself. A lot of people wait. And they are looking for people to pray for them in the day of adversity. It doesn't work. You may call me. And if you call me in the night, it's likely that my phones are switched off. I'm not Ayaline. I am not looking for, uh, I'm not a prayer contractor. How do you know how to pray? By joining people, other people who are praying. That's where your strength is. How do you know how to study the Bible? By listening to messages. And then listen to other people of like-minded faith. I said while I was growing, I'm still growing as a believer. We used to go to a church. Who brings faithful books? So what do we do? Because we are students. Some of us are even, we don't even have money. So some of those books, they are what you call mini books. Some 10, there are some 15, some 10 cover. Yeah, is it 10 cover? Yeah. The other mini one are 1 era 50 cover. So you buy he buys, everybody buys, maybe four, five of us. You know, just the same way we were exchanging meals and boons. That was the same way. If you miss your chance, if you say Tuesday you haven't finished, you wait for the round. So you have to develop, if you want to grow, 
It's not Sunday school message alone, but it's also applicable to adults. Read your Bible, pray every day. Pray every day, pray every day. Read your Bible, pray every day. If you want to grow, it's still applicable. So that's how we share it. But what do you think this way? Ah, hey, what you Musa Mlario? No. So what do I do? I'm still looking for Mopo to lead me. No. 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 That's why he said our own conversation should be different. Our own conversation. I mean, <coughs> he's close to me. Pastor Steve is there. Sometimes they just say, ah, I saw something in the Bible this morning. You know what that does for me? If I haven't read my Bible, I go and read it. That's the accountability that we're talking about. Oh, I saw an article. This will be a blessing to you. You need to have such people around your life. That is how I got to where I am. I didn't know I was going to pastor. If I knew, I won't, I won't even move near church. That's the truth. I didn't know I was going to pastor. I just want to grow as a believer. I just want my life. Because in those days, really, what is preached to us, nobody told us we are going to be rich. No. Salvation, assurance of salvation, discovering God's plan for your life. Those are the three things that are emphasized. And no, no, holiness, you know, it's, it's just leave that one. It's there. It's part of it. It's part of it. It's not even separated as a, another curriculum. That is the mark of difference. Whether you know God or you do not know God, the right living. The world becomes life to you. That's holiness. You are living in the reality of it. The things you used to do, you do them no more. The anger that used to hold you back, that you say is from the family heritage, it is no more. You have a new family, a new nature. The veil is removed. The things about God's kingdom has been made available to you. Can I have an amen this morning? I want to finish this message. So, please understand, open your ears to his sayings. Open your ears to his saying. Open it. Close your ears to all other sayings. And all other sayings are many. Even some of those all other sayings, like you had over this weekend, you will never, if you are looking for that kind of a church, is not here. You will never see me for the rest of my life asking you to bring water for a service. It's an addition. If God wants us to do it, He will put it there. It's called faith extenders. I can do it for you if I feel it, but it's not a doctrine. I can use oil to pray for you, but it's not a doctrine. Medically, if you drink olive oil, you may be in trouble health-wise. 
you just drink like that. Don't use it to prepare food. You may be in trouble. Do your research. I can't ask you to bring handkerchief and say, when you get to work tomorrow, We are taking our attention from him. He said, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So there is no addition to it. Like you also had over the weekend. You see, that's one of the narrative we need to change. You see, there is what is called African church denomination. So what people have done with the new bad experience is to also import the practices. An average African man believes that you have to put something for it to be spiritual. You have to do something. You have to put a cross behind your seat. If you have a new child, inside the court, you have to open. <laughs> if you open it and it's not in your heart, it's not going to work. See, these are things that we are used to. And I've African church member anywhere knows Psalm 35. See, and these are New Testament believers because they will never read, love your enemies. Love those who despise, use you. By doing so, Lasson, they will never read in the New Testament. Love covers multitudes of shortcomings. They will never read in the New Testament that says, Submit yourself to God. That's the number one thing. He said, Now resist the devil. That's why you have the power that he can flee from you. They will never read. Let your obedience be complete to God. Psalm 35 on TV this week, and some of you probably know, you should know here. Yeah. If you don't know, on TV this week, I had somebody saying uh, something about Nigeria's situation. He said, even the Bible says, heaven help those who help themselves. I said, it's wrong. There's nowhere in the Bible. You can check through. You can Google it. You have phone. Where does the Bible say, heaven help those who help themselves? You will never find it. There is no verse that will come up to you. So keep your eyes. Because Jesus is the word of God. Keep your eyes fixed on him. Once the word enters your heart, huh? it's can down. No. Once a woman receives the seed, uh -uh. She does not only feel pregnant, she knows that she is pregnant. And then the confirmation from the daughter also set for her an expectation, expectation that is called what? EDD, expected day of delivery. 
And so it informs all his her action from that point forward. She sees, I mean, the day she knows that it's going to be a boy, every shop she enters, she's looking for an attire for the boy. There is a great expectation. It's the same day. What do you do when you receive the word? And then before manifestation, you live in greater expectations. The word doesn't fail. Don't look at the circumstances anymore. The last three months, let's all practice it together. We will not look at the circumstances. We will look to the world. Whether it looks good, whether it is bad, whether it's ugly, whether it's excellent, we remain consistent in the world. We will wear the devil out. You are not saying an amen. amen. So, we can't do a service here, kill the devil. No. We can't do a service here, Come and collect all your dollars. Go work. You will have dollars. My, my, my God. Now, so you go to look me. It can't be a team of a program here. And of recent, yes, let me mention that. Of recent, I've seen Ann Flyer, supernatural relocation. <laughs> it's service. 7 a.m. And usually it's 7 a.m. in the morning. Anointing for the firstborn. And you have three children. You are already causing sibling rivalry. You are taking your firstborn out on a Saturday morning. The other two are not children, have you? Continue. So, don't look at any circumstance anymore. It's the word of God. And I know that we live in a season now where the last option for consideration is the word. If some of you, probably you are saying it, you are not saying it, you are looking at me as somebody who is cut off from the reality. Hey, I'm, I'm not, I don't want you to take merry-go-round. That's why I'm saying it with all passion this morning. See, if it's not in the world, you can't get it. If you get it, you will lose it. He uphold what? All things. So whatever you are getting, if it's in the world, the only way it can help you uphold is is if it's in the principle of his word. If you get a husband out of his word, you will lose it. You know, we can trivialize many things. You know what Pastor Ketchy said over the weekend? How some people trivialize the word? Clock, a natural clock is, is tickling. And by the time they were converted, they were converted full and they found themselves in Mecca. So, how do you take your medicine? You bring it out. You stop. You look. You listen. Three elements. You stop. You look. You listen. When you stop, you attend to his word. When you look, you are not asking them to depart from your eyes. 
when you listen, you are inclining your ears to him. And you know, when you take that posture, 4 John 5 4 says, this is the victory. So there is that kind of victory that has overcome the challenges. And he's talking about it to be our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is the word of God. So God's word are irrefutable, irresistible. There is no force in this universe that can deny the power that is in the world. That's why Luke 137 says, every other thing may look thing. He said, for with God, nothing will be what? Psalm 33, verse 6 and verse 9. Psalm 33, verse 6 and verse 9. Psalm 33, he said, by the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. And all the host of them by the breath of his mouth. Verse 9. He said, for he spoke and it was done. He commanded and he stood fast. So God's word cannot be opposed. God's word cannot be conquered. God's word cannot be overcome. God's word has undeniable, irrefutable, incontestable power. So in God's word, there is power, there is strength, there is ability, there is might, and there is dominion. Some of these scriptures, you can go through it when you get home. John 6, 63. John 6, 63. Matthew 24, 35. I think it was quoted earlier on. Isaiah 48. Isaiah 48. That scripture is there to my, to my, to me, because that's how I married my wife of 26 years. That scripture, Isaiah 48. If you are clapping for me, I allow the word to enter. <laughs> Hebrews 4:12. So, in closing this morning, how do you turn defeat into victory? How? So that you can know that I am your brother. And I am your sister. Uh, well, I'm not your sister. I'm your brother. <laughs> I get insurance, so. How do you, from when the word is given, in between, and then manifestation. So what do you do in between? Number one, recognize the source of every opposition is Satan. So stand your ground. Every opposition. Every opposition. If God puts sickness on anyone, and he said he heals them, then he's contravening his word. 1 John 3, 8. 1 John 3, 8. The Bible says something that is very instructive. 1 John 3, 8. He said, he who sin is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. He said, for this purpose. So, for the sake that sin may be taken, Jesus was manifested that he might destroy so, sickness is the works of the devil. Acts 10, 38. He said, our God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, and he went about doing good. What was doing good? Is it to inflict sicknesses? No. He went about doing good, healing all that were oppressed. So, it means the devil is the oppressor. God is the deliverer. Can I have an amen today? Amen means it is done. It is settled. There's no controversy. It's not to get our attention. 
So recognize. And so you need to stand your ground. When you know who that opposition is, and you understand where you are seated, Ephesians 2, 6, you are able to stand your ground. You are able to stay in victory. You are able to put your focus on the word of God. You are able to say, like what Job expressed in Job 14, 14, I will wait till my change comes. Don't let anyone brainwash you anymore. Please. First Peter 5, 7 is real. John 10, 10 is real. Second Corinthians 4, 4 is real. First Peter 5, 7. You can study around that topic because I need, my time is gone. Please also understand when you need to stand your ground. Because some people believe that uh, there is no Satan, there is no devil. It's an extreme. Please understand that human man cannot solve spiritual problems. Logic can't solve spiritual problems. Psychology can't solve spiritual problems. You are dealing with someone who has been here since over 6,000 years. He's subtle. There is no truth in him. He's the father of all lies. John 8, 44. The Bible talks in NIV is native language. The way you speak Yoruba, you speak Hebrew, you speak French. Satan's native language is lies. NIV of John 8, 44. He's the father of it. His native language. So, on any subject matter that you are in between, your question, your response is, what does the world say? If it's your health, download scripture on health and wellness. If it's on your prosperity finances, there are scriptures. And then you begin to eat it. And then you make confession. You know, most of the time, we were also enlightened on that over the weekend, that many people say just words that just connect with their minds. Hell, it has to come. Your confession is made unto salvation because that's the goal. It has to come from your belly. Everything God is going to do in your life, in my life, is not outside. It's not inside. No, no, no. Outside him. But inside out. Inside out. If you can't see it on the inside of you, you can't enjoy the manifestation. His work. His work. We will all rather, me too, I want to see it. And somebody is preaching this to me. No, but we need to have that responsibility. We need to also help people who are out there. And that's the whole lesson. I teach, you take it in, it works for you. Then you have to also teach to other people. Can I have an amen this morning? So the word of God strengthens our thinking. That's what is called renewal of mind. Number two, be sure that the promises of God cover the things you are asking for. So if you are in the limbo between the world and then you are in the limbo, be also be sure that even what you are asking for, you can research and find out from God's word. If it covers what you are in need of, it is a countdown to miracles. Be sure. There's a lot of things. A lot of people I understand. They ask for things that is not even in God's word. I can't ask for Pastor Sheyi's wife. Because it's not, it's not in God's word. I can't even ask that she should leave her husband and come and marry me. No, it's not in God's word. 
It's not in God's word. You probably will not have where it is written in God's word. Carry your bag and baggages to go to Canada. But a lot of people went without asking any God's word. See, see, you must be led of the spirit. What am I saying? The same God who is rich over all can actually ask you to carry your bag and go to Iraq. Why must it be Canada? Why must it be UK? Why must it be... Why not Iraq? Why not even Togo? No, there are people there. I mean, we have to, we have to know God. Hey, he told Abraham, I know that there, are, there, is a, there is a teaching in town now. They are using Abraham's illustration that he's the father of all migration and all that. If you read it very well, hmm, he said, the Lord said unto Abraham, the Lord said, it is not dollar that says. It's not euro that says. It's not the exchange rate that says. The Lord, the Lord said, the Lord said, the Lord said. And if you want me, because a lot of people will say, can you come, can you come, Old Testament. I, I believe that the Lord said, is even the way the people in the Old Testament were guided. But today we have the Holy Ghost who resides in us. The greater one lives on the inside of us. And we must be led. And it should not only be Canada, London, and all these places that we are always being led to. We should go to Lesotho. The same thing. You're leading, if you're looking for a way, must always be to fear women. It can lead you to chocolate brown. It can lead you to Prague. It can lead you to the one that is stored. But because you have a preconceived idea, even when your wife is close by, you cannot see. I had the story of a businessman just about two weeks ago. How one day he was in transition. Listen to everyone. I don't know why I'm bringing this story up for someone to listen. He was in transition. I mean, he, he just lost his job. And so he usually buys the nation's newspaper. So he went to his usual vendor to buy. In fact, the story had it that he doesn't always have money. But the man, you know, there's a way you can meet this vendor. They know you will pay. And he picked up a copy of the nation newspaper. And the Holy Spirit said, go back and drop it. Pick daily trust. And then he went back. Pick daily trust. And he saw something that has to do with being a consultant. He wasn't one at that time. He doesn't have MBA. And the Holy Spirit said, apply. And he says, no, I don't have the qualification. I don't have MBA. I don't have it. Okay. Sit down there. So the man applied. The rest, they say, is history. By the time that particular organization, by the time they were reviewing their best consultant for the year, the following year, this man was picked as the best consultant. Right now, I think he's working on how to do MBA and all that, just in case, to just fulfill the vanity of uh, provision and all that. What made the difference? He was led by the Spirit of God. 
That's what made the difference. That's what made the difference. And you see that discipline in between where you receive the word and where you are to the manifestation is being led. Romans 8.14, Romans 8.16 is by being led. We are led by circumstances too much. We are led by our head too much. We are led by logic too much. Leading is by the heart. It's not by head. So you may have doubts eh, in your head, but you must keep the faith in your heart working. The Bible talks about this in the Old Testament where there was a miracle. Lepers. Shuffling, vulnerable. They say, hey, go. By the time they got in there, I mean, the whole people, they just had, only God knows what happened. Maybe God just spoke speakers in the legs of lepers. So lepers do shuffle. So as they were going like that, the enemy, the one who has everything intact, they thought that the whole army of Israel have come to evade them. So they left everything that they had and they ran away. That is supernatural intervention. When you are led by the Spirit, miracles await you. So as you are going, vulnerable, no MBA. But it's a being led by the Spirit of God. We get into trouble when we go beyond God's word. That's the truth. And when we go beyond God's word, our believing will be wrong. And when your believing is wrong, the outcome will be wrong. So, walk in the light of God's word. Psalm 119, verse 130. It said, the entrance of your word. The entrance. So, it has to enter. It has to enter. Number three, which is the last one today. Be sure, doubt, unbelief, when you are waiting between your word, the in between, and manifestation, be sure that doubt, unbelief, is not permitted concerning God's promises to you. It's not permitted. Don't give it an end. See, this church is 16 years. We started by the word of God. As a matter of fact, I was saying to my wife last night, I said, I'm just grateful. Two of our brethren in the same space went home to be with Jesus. Two at one particular year. And I heard that I've used them to make sacrifice for church growth. Can you see how the church has grown now? Because they passed over it nine years now. What do you do as a pastor if you hear that? It's like I've, I also worked in a place before. They said I stole money. So, if I we lean towards, in fact, that place, eh, I woke my, I told my wife one night. I said, did I steal money? So if you steal money, where did you keep it? <laughs> But I, I always, even within these 16 years, I always, in fact, people will ask me, how did you, I look inward. I didn't send myself here. Because left to me, I will not do, in fact, that season, I said, well, if you want to, if this is, look, this look like an hand in the natural, to this church called the Lighthouse. 
And I said, what will you have me do? Where is my next place? Where is my next place? He said, I sent you. You have not even started work. You are complaining. He said, what does Libra do? They go back to their duty post. So go back to your duty post. There are times people will see our words. Eh? I hear. You know, see, if you are a very spiritual person, it's not when somebody talks to you that you hear. And you hear what people are not saying, but they are saying so loudly into your ears. And what do you do? You look to the source, the one who sent you a message, who sent you on an assignment. And can I, can I say something to you this morning? In all honesty, from day one, because he told me, he said, the only church member that you have is this person. My daughter, who is soon grow up and leave the house, she can decide not to be attending this church. I'm not going to take her to it. She can decide to go spend her life in Jamaica doing something different from ministry. I won't hold her to it. Can I have an amen this morning? Well, you see, in all, I'm saying this because it can apply to your business. Reflect on how God has taken you. He's faithful and committed to you. He will never, that's Hebrews 13, 5 and 6. He said, for he has said, if it's woman being that said to you, then you may be in trouble. But if he has said, he said, he has said, I will never leave you. Do we still have challenges as a church? Plenty. That loads. The only thing is not like the puzzle. I've not been beaten. I've not gone to prison. But have I gone to court on the basis of this church? Yes. But what was Paul's description? He said, in all these things, we are more, not just conquer. We are more. 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 And that's what gives us breath every day to move on. More. The same way, if you allow God in your business, in your family, he will do much more. That's what we are saying this morning. Being led of the Spirit is not an enduring situation. It's not corporate anointing. God deals with you as an individual, but the truth about his dealing, when he deals with you as an individual, what seems good to you is also good to everyone. Can I have an amen this morning? Let's close and go home. So be sure doubt, unbelief is not permitted in your life concerning God's promises. Be sure. So you stand your ground. Ah, who said this? Someone of the, he said, was it Job or Isaiah? He said, I will fill my mouth with argument. Was it Job or Isaiah? Can you help me look for it? I will fill my mouth with argument. So let God speak to you. 2 Corinthians 1 21. Psalm 84, verse 11. 2 Corinthians 1 21. Oh, it's Job. He said, I will present my case before him and fill my mouth with argument. There was one instance in the face of this church. My wife wasn't home. I was the only one at home. I couldn't sleep. Because life hedging on me. She knew. She called me. She said, what is happening? I said, no, nothing is happening. I said, just enjoy your trip. This was the revelation of, that was when the revelation of this scripture. So I filled my mouth with argument. 
said, you said to me in the time past that I am Mola, keeping this gate. He said, so are you relocating me? It's not that relocation is not even common then, no. So are you relocating me? Have I finished my assignment in this church? This is not my church. It's the church of the Lord Jesus. That's why I've said it time past to who, everyone who cares to listen. I know when the limits of my pastoring this church is over. I know the season. I'm not going to pastor this church forever. This church is not in my family will. So there's nothing that, if I pass today, there's nothing that suggests automatically that she's the next pastor. But well, you are in a safe place because God is the owner of his church. It may look so strange to you, but that's the truth. I won't pass on you for it. And I won't pass on you till when I'm holding staffs. Like I can't stand to preach message here. No. No. It's when I'm still strong. I sit. Do my work in other places. Come as church members. Sit. The day your pastor says, uh, if he doesn't feel led, everyone <laughs> come See, I know people don't like it to hear it, but that's the truth. The same way, you can't be MD of your company forever. You can't be. You have to apply corporate governance. You have to transit. If you don't transit, government will make you transit. And you may not like that. Praise God. I said praise God. With these little words of mine this morning, I think I've been able to convince you that the word works. It works. I said, it works. The word works. The word works. The word works. Can I can I give you an hint? You know, a very good babalawo, eh? A very good one, though, if there are good ones. When he gives you that thing, he will say, Lagbara alone, so why not Kuku follow that God? <laughs> why not Kuku follow that God? Why will you depend on the words of somebody who says, in, in God's power, this person will work? Why not follow the one who has that power? And I have an amen this morning. The word works. Let's rejoice at the word of God. As one who finds a grace one. Hallelujah. 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 Can we stand? Let's stand together this morning. Can you pray in order to for some few seconds? Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you. We rejoice at your word. This message is brought to you by Lighthouse Christian Outreach Center. The Lighthouse, House 7, Plot 2, Slash 3, Kudratabiola Way, Oregon, Ikeja, Lagos. For inquiries, please log on to www.lighthousenergy.org for more.